Church presents the Truth Unveiled podcast with Pastor Chris Barhorse and Jay Spitzhands. We seek to reveal the truth of God's Word so you can apply it to your life. Welcome to Truth Unveiled with Jason Chris. We're excited to be here. It's Thanksgiving week in the United States of America. I personally believe every day should be a day of gratitude, a, a day of thanksgiving. In fact, the Bible says that's God's will for you and I in First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. But what I want to focus on today is the focus of thanksgiving. In other words, Thanksgiving is about focus. Would you agree with that? I would. I absolutely would. Thanksgiving is so important to our lives. Uh, I, I did not realize how important it was. And then when I started giving thanks in all things, th- things just started to change in my life, Chris. Amen. Started yeah. to change. Because it's about a focus. I mean, if you're if you're grateful and you have an attitude of gratitude and you're thankful, it's a, it's a it's an adjustment of your focus. And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what I call the focus of Thanksgiving and and what can choke the focus of Thanksgiving. Mm. But it's up to us to not allow that to happen. Yeah. The Bible the Bible says we're to enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We're we're to be thankful unto him and bless his name. That's Psalm 100 and verse number four. But it's powerful. So I, I really want to talk about Thanksgiving focus. Paul said in second Corinthians four eighteen, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen for the things which are seen are temporal or temporary subject to change. But the things which are not seen are eternal. So it's imperative that we learn to be grateful people for all that God's done for who he is and on and on we could go. So let's, let's, I'm going to let you comment here and then I'm going to go to Jeremiah 17. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, uh, when we were uh, preparing for this just a moment ago, I just had this uh, light go on in, in my spirit. And and I want to tell you about it. I didn't even tell you before mm-hmm. this. So uh, here it comes, Chris. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So I, I just realized that it is an impossibility to be prideful and to be thankful. Boy, that's awesome. It, that's you, an awesome you, thought. You have to be humble in order to be thankful. Yeah. Well, you started it, so I got another one just based on what you said. <laughs> it's right out of Jeremiah thir- or Jeremiah Psalm 34. Look at this. Mm. That was so good what you just said, and it just prodded this thought that I've been thinking about lately, where it says in Psalm 34, verse 1, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Notice it shall be in my mouth. We, shall, we should vocalize our praise and thanksgiving. And it says, my soul... Verse two shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. You know, only the humble hear praise, thanksgiving and worship. I mean, if a proud person doesn't even hear this, let me give you an example. If we hear a powerful, a message, a powerful message, which if you're preaching on praise and worship, it's pretty powerful. And, uh, and if, well, that's just another message on worship. I already know that. That's a proud person. Yeah. Because it says, it says, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear it and be glad when you hear this and it ought to produce some joy. And the next verse, yes. I want to say this. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. We're in Psalm 34. Oh, magnify. We can't make God bigger to God, but we can certainly make him bigger in our situation. 
in Psalm 69, verse 30, it says, I will praise the name of God with a song. Watch this and magnify him with thanksgiving. That is awesome. Mm, that yeah, is awesome. Yeah. So and, good. <laughs> and and if you think about this, you have that scripture that says, God gives grace to the humble. Amen. And, and grace is, in a, um, it's many things, but one thing is it is an ability that is given by God to you as a free gift. Amen. And in order to receive that, you have to be humble in what way? That you are thankful that you understand it's not you that is doing it, but God working Absolutely. through you. The only thing we do is participate with the grace Absolutely. of God to, to make things happen. So in order to be thankful, you must be humble. And in order to receive grace, you must be humble. Absolutely. In fact, thanksgiving is the voice of faith. We mm. talked about murmuring being the voice of unbelief, yes. and it is. Thanksgiving is the voice of faith. I'm yes. thinking of Colossians yes. 2, verses oh, 6. Oh, man. And verse 7, Colossians 2, watch this. this verse 6, good. it says, As ye have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. So what does a walk in him look like? It's not talking mm. about a position. It's your position if you're born again. It's in Christ. But you can walk in agreement with that position, walk in him, or in disagreement. The next verse, it describes what a walk of faith looks like. It says, Rooted and built up in him, Colossians 2, 7, established or established in the faith as you have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving abounding yes. so if i'm walking in faith i'm walking in thanksgiving in fact you could think say it this way thanksgiving's like the pulse of your faith your faith walk mm. in other words when you take a pulse when when you a person takes a physical pulse they're trying to see if there's life there but the pulse in my faith walk is my thanksgiving and it's fascinating in colossians 2 i don't know i'm going to throw this at you the next verse says beware Colossians 2, 8, after he talks about your walk, what it looks like, a walk of thanksgiving. Then he says in verse 8 of Colossians 2, beware lest any man spoil you or take you captive through philosophy and vain deceit after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Wow. Mm, man, man, oh man. Powerful stuff. <laughs> like, yes, it is. I'm just, uh, my spirit is absolutely loving this discussion that we're having right here, Chris, because uh, uh, it's my spirit is realizing, uh, my heart is realizing some truths that you know I have known, but it, it's just getting excited to Amen. to be reminded of, yep. uh, and to even know even deeper yeah. uh, these things that uh, to be humble has I have to understand that I I didn't uh, do the things myself because yeah. what's what's the inability for us to be humble? Why is it so hard for us to be humble? It's because we think we did something. Yeah. We think we performed some miracle in Absolutely. ourselves, but when we realize that what we were doing was not something done of our own, but something working through yeah. us, we can begin to be humble and be thankful yes. for what was done through us. Yeah. And then we can have faith because we trust that things are working through us that we understand that it's not us anymore. Amen. It's it's the Lord working through us. So Amen. I can have faith. I can trust in God working through me. And holy heck, I am so thankful Amen. for that because I am a big old mess without him. Amen. Look at Jeremiah 17. This is amazing. I'm going to do this quick. Mm -hmm. But in, the, in Jeremiah 17, verses 5 and 6, it says, Thus saith the Lord. We're talking about faith. Thanksgiving focus. I just want to mention that. But yes. verse five says, thus saith the Lord, cursed be the man that trusteth in man and makes flesh his arm and mm. whose heart departeth from the Lord. 
Wow. Now, now I realize this is an old covenant, but as direct new covenant application, because it, in our walk, I can walk contrary to who I am in Christ. Right. Look at the Corinthians. They were very carnal Christians. So it says they're cursed when you're trusting in man. You're not cursed by God, but, but outside of Christ, that's all there is, is curse. It says, for he shall be, verse 6, Jeremiah 17, he shall be like a heath or a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes. Now watch this. It didn't say good wouldn't come. It said he or she would not, not see, see it. it. And mm. I, I mean, I think that's amazing because, yeah. you know, unthankful people, they don't see the, their blessings. They don't oh, see man. the goodness of God. They, they, they're so negative focused. They're so pessimistic that they murmur and complain and grumble. Yes. And, and, and that, which is the voice of unbelief, they don't believe God's done anything. And yes. we're all blessed. Somebody says, well, I don't have nothing to be thankful for. Well, that's wrong. But let's just say that, just give for the benefit of this discussion, let's just say that's true. But are you born again? My word, you're going to heaven. If you, if you don't have nothing to be thankful for in this life, which you do, but if you say for some reason you don't, close your eyes and think about heaven. Yes. But notice he, this person who's trusting in flesh, the arm of the flesh, whether it's his own strength or his own ideas, his own reasoning, whatever, he's like a shrub in the desert, doesn't see when good comes, watch this, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness and in an assault land and not inhabited. In other words, this is the, the, the walk of, of a negative focus, a murmuring, complaining focus. But look at verse eight and nine, excuse me, verses seven and eight. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat comes, when yeah. drought comes. It didn't say it wouldn't come, but he wouldn't see it. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. It's oh, man. But her leaf shall be green and shall not be uh, anxious or careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Think about mm. that. Think about that. There's a lot of insane stuff going on in our culture right now. Just you can't make this stuff up. But the Bible says that even in the midst of that, uh, uh, what seems like a drought in the land, you and I can be experiencing the life of Christ by being people with attitudes of gratitude yes. and Thanksgiving living. But I, yes. I think of the children of Israel in the old covenant. And, and, and when, when there was Egypt, there was the what type of the world and there was all negative stuff. And the curse was, was there, but the children of Israel, God's covenant people were in a place called Goshen and, and they were experiencing blessing in Goshen. Goshen means drawing near mm. James chapter four, verse eight says, draw near or nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. In your walk, you can do that, and you do it with thanksgiving. Wow, that is so good. As you're reading through that, Chris, all I could think about is two things. First, if I'm in murmuring and complaining, my my faith, my life, my life is becoming dried up. It's shriveling before me, and yeah. I will depart. Yeah. I will I will fall and die off because I'm falling away from my life source. Yep. Right. Absolutely. But when I am thankful, I am planted right next to that river. Absolutely. I'm able to drink from, I'm able to supply my life from and, uh, or have my life supplied from not supply Absolutely. my own life, but have it be supplied because I'm grafted into the river, the supply of life. Amen. Man. Hallelujah. That's Praise so God. That's so That's good. So powerful. That's why he says, we talked about it earlier. We mentioned it. First Thessalonians 5.18, in everything, not for everything, give mm. thanks. Why? That's the will of God in Christ Jesus yes. concerning you. The next verse, verse 19, says, quench not the spirit. A person who's unthankful, quench.
quenches the spirit. Mm-hmm. Now think oh, about. Yeah. I want to say this to you. A guy at our church said this. Uh, Stephen Broomball was so powerful. He said this to me. He said the Lord showed him. He says you're either a thankful person or a complaining person. Yeah. People yeah. say, well, I, I mean, I'm not. I don't say express my thankfulness very much, but but I'm not a grumbler. Well, it's like saying this. I don't. I haven't planted anything in my garden, and I don't understand why weeds are coming up. You have to be intentional with Thanksgiving. You've got to develop the habit of of being grateful and looking at what you have. One more verse here in Hebrews 13, 15. By him, talking about Jesus, through him, therefore, the Greek says, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That means all the time. That is the fruit of our lips. There it is again. Make the Mm. voice of his praise to be heard, it says over in, uh, in the book of Psalms. Uh, giving thanks to his name, offering the sacrifice of praise, giving thanks to his name. That is awesome. Wow. So good. Yeah, that is, that is so good. And, and we can tie this back into many things that we've already spoken of in the past. Uh, we can tie, uh, murmuring and complaining. You're going to be in self-righteousness. But if you're thankful, if you're thankful, you're going to be in his righteousness because you have a realization of what's really going on in your life. If if you're murmuring, complaining, you're in deception. Yep. (laughs) Yep. You're in truth if you're thankful. And it's easy to see these things and how they correlate because everything's interwoven. The bad is interwoven with each other, but the good is interwoven with each other. And I got to say this. Another friend of mine, Pastor Grant Fraley, said this to me, and I thought it was so good in in uh, Philippians chapter 2, I'm going to look at verse 14 and 15, but he says he quotes verse 14 throughout his day. This is amazing. In Philippians 2, 14, it says, do all things without murmuring, grumbling, complaining, and disputing. Okay? Do, do, you know, uh, being argumentative, that type of thing. Do all things. And he says, he'll say it several times, I do all things without murmuring or complaining Amen. and disputing or, you know, uh, being contentious. And then it goes on to say that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you shine as lights in the world. This is Mm. amazing that you may be blameless, harmless, innocent, the sons of God. This is talking about if you do that, this is how you appear in the midst of this crooked and perverse world in which we live. When you do all things without murmuring, instead it's Thanksgiving, you're not complaining or disputing, which has to do with being argumentative and that kind of thing. But it says that ye may be, and that ye may be in Greek is the Greek word genomai, and it means to begin to become or to come into being. Mm. In other words, you are this in your position, but you you manifest this in your walk yes. when you do all things without murmuring, grumbling, complaining, and being contentious and those types of things. Man, and, that, and, and that's how the, uh, the glory of God is manifested through our lives. Amen. You know, you awake to righteousness like that. That's Amen. what he's doing. Grant is awakening himself to righteousness by speaking the truth of his yeah. word over himself, Amen. saying, I'm not going to do this because this is me being in self-righteousness if I do this yeah, so yeah. that it can be in the righteousness of Christ. I'm going to speak this yeah. way. People and get, praise the Lord for that. People get very confused about the, the person's walk and their position in Christ. You know, if you're truly born again, you are, are sealed, you're, you're one with him, etc. But, but, you know, you also have a walk in this world. And the Bible says, and I'm looking at this in Psalm 66, verse 8, Oh, bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. We bless him when we're praisers and thankers of what God has done. 
it says here in Psalm 100, I quoted it earlier, we're landing, uh, but, uh, but at the end of Psalm uh, 100 and verse 4, it says, be thankful unto him and bless his name. It blesses God when you're thankful. Amen. 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 Well, thank you guys for listening to another week of uh, our podcast. We are so grateful that you are listening, and we pray that uh, you are able to hear the truths of God's word to you, for you, so that you can walk in holiness, which is what? The righteousness of Christ for us that's already working in us and through us. You already have it. And God, we just pray that they continually walk in your truth, that they uh, step away from murmuring and complaining and step into great thanksgiving of your goodness and how much you love us and how much you're doing through us and and the plans that you have to prosper us and both spiritually and and even financially as well, Lord. So we just speak that over everybody that's listening in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You're blessed and have an amazing week. Truth Unveiled. You can find our podcasts on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Amazon Music, and more, or by going to tlchurch.us/resources.